Hey there, it's Lily Von Stuff. I am still at the fabulous Burlesque Hall of Fame. I'm here in the bazaar, and I'm actually across from where all the legends are, which is fantastic because I'm just sitting here watching them hold court with everyone, which is always wonderful. Um, right now, I am joined by two absolutely wonderful, talented, not only performers, but um, producers, uh, organizers. What else can we say about you? Beautiful breasted, fabulous tattoos, um, dimples. <laughs> One second. Um, please welcome to the show right now um, Saucy Kalahora and Tanya Cheeks. How are you, ladies? We're good. Yeah. Good. Overwhelmed as usual. Overwhelmed <laughs> with the convention? <laughs> yes. No, I can't imagine. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful because it's like, okay, I'm not the only one that has feathers, crystal, and glitter everywhere. It's like you walk around and you go, oh, I see her outfit. I know her house looks like a showgirl exploded, too. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. It, and we're leaving fantastic. a trail behind us. Uh, just so you can find your way back to the yeah, hotel exactly. room. Feathers and sparkles. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're going to be crossing each other, and yeah. it's like, oh, my God, nobody's going to get to the yeah, gingerbread house. it's a beautiful house. explosion. It is. It's absolutely wonderful. Not only are you here for this convention, though, but you have one coming up of your own. Yes, we do. Um, Tanya and I work uh, with a troupe in Toronto called Skin Tight Out of Sight Rebel Burlesque, and we've been around for about, I guess it's coming on 10 years. Amazing. It's wonderful. And um, over the last uh, few years, we've had this dream of uh, producing our own burlesque festival, and this happened after we went to the very first one in New York. I think this was in 2003. And we were so overwhelmed by the sense of community. And there, it really yeah. wasn't happening in Toronto at that time. And there wasn't very many people. And the people who were performing, it seemed kind of splintered and fractured. And there wasn't a lot of communication. And so we had this idea that we wanted to put together. We wanted to build the community in Toronto. And we allied ourselves with a few people. And we started what was called the Toronto Burlesque and Vaudeville Alliance. It was a Yahoo group. And then um, from there, I guess... We were just trying to do these things like to build community, always, always with this hope that one day we'd produce like an international mm -hmm. festival in Toronto, uh, similar to the other ones that have been going around. So finally this year, it's um, enough people were interested in producing it with us, so we weren't doing all the work, which was important which to us. Which is a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And we also had uh, a lot of interest from uh, people we've developed sponsorship relationships with. And I think the other thing that was really a, a key thing was last year we were involved with the Spiegel Tent in Toronto. Um, have you? I'm not familiar. Um, did you want to talk a bit about the Spiegel Tent, Tanya? Well, it's a it's a sort of a concept. It's a 1930s traveling um, big, big top tent. It's gorgeous, and it like travels all around the world. It, they have one currently that is a permanent fixture under the Brooklyn near the Brooklyn Bridge, I believe. Awesome. And so they had it. They brought it from Germany. Is that I right? Think it's Belgium. Or Belgium. Sorry, Belgium. Right. Brought it from Belgium to um, Toronto. Set it up, and it was like it was Marlena Dietrich had performed there. Oh. And it was like a dream. It was like this wooden um, tent of mirrors. And, oh, that's uh, incredible. So it was like a really a big thing for Toronto to actually put this adult cabaret together. Like, and it they handpicked a selection of um, Toronto like. You know, uh, cabaret, vaudeville, circus performers, and we were like handpicked to perform. So we got to meet a lot of people oh, from a so another community, like the sort of circus and uh, theater communities. The crossover yeah. between mm -hmm. burlesque, sideshow, vaudeville, 
um, even pinup rockabilly. Mm. All of a sudden, all of these communities will have a crossover through them that is just fantastic. Mm -hmm. it, it is. It's a wonderful thing. And so. It, Please finish. I didn't. No. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, okay, but it's but like, we, we, I do find that wonderful. Well, we did get to meet all these people, and you know, we were thrust into this like environment, like of this sweating hot tent, <laughs> you know, every <laughs> night. And uh, you know, we all got along like fabulously, and we developed like friendships and in a bit, you know, working relationships with these people. So now with this festival, we, you know, this relationship has grown, and there a lot of them are working with us now on mm -hmm. what we're doing. And it also showed us, because the Spiegel Tent and Tavern had a sold-out 10-week run in Toronto, so it showed us also that the Toronto audience is ready for a festival. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know the people who are putting it together obviously did a great job at promoting, but uh, it's sold out for 10 weeks. They keep on having to, they, they extended it, then extended it that again, then extended so it again. Awesome. So it's like, so for us, you know, we'd had this idea, we're, we're making the connections, we're building the community, and then what ended up happening is we saw that there was the audience for it and that uh, the media was interested as well. So we're like, okay, it's time. Now, what are the dates? Um, it's July 11th to, uh, to the 13th in Toronto. So there is still time to get tickets and get there. Oh, yeah. The tickets <laughs> yeah. haven't even gone on sale yet. No, I mean, I mean airline tickets. Yeah, there's, yeah. Sure. there's still plenty of time to be able to get up there. And, and I'm very sad that I'm not going to be able to make it. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I have a bunch of travel with my husband this year mm -hmm. that kind of, unfortunately... <laughs> he makes more money than I do, so his work is more important than mine. <laughs> so I'm, I'm having to do a lot of traveling with him. But I'm going to do my best to be there for the second annual. We're gonna, <laughs> or we hope it will be bigger than better. Yeah. And I, I'm sure it will. I just There's something wonderful about being at an event when it's at his, its conception. Mm -hmm. Because you you see then the growth of each year as it becomes bigger and bigger. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of times that there are growing pains like unfortunately the ones we're going through right now with the burlesque call i mean yeah still the legend show last night was fantastic yeah, the yeah. performers are great amazing. the hotel sucks yeah. <laughs> but other than that you know i mean it's just wonderful to be involved in the community and i i think it's fantastic every time one of these new conventions and shows come up but i do know how much work goes into it yeah. because i produce a weekly show and when you consider not only are you producing shows you're dealing with potentially hundreds of people coming in from other areas as well, coming into your community. So you have to think about the things of how are they going to get around if they've never been here? What information do they need about yes. that? Mm -hmm. How, you know, we need to make sure they know where the airports are. We need to make sure that not only are we taking care of the local community, but we're taking care of the ones that are well, going to come Well, you want them to come back. You want them to feel Absolutely. like that yeah. there's, you know, that they're... They're special, which yeah. they are. So. We, and we really want to take care of people. We're going to do our best. It's um, what we're doing. Actually, I mean, I could maybe talk a little bit about that. Then I'll talk about what it's actually going to okay. look like. But uh, I know uh, we worked at a hotel deal, for example. Our first uh, night is at uh, a lovely hotel called the Gladstone Hotel in Toronto that we've been performing at since 2003. And this, speaking of journeys when we first started working at the at the gladstone it was a bit of a flop house like it used to be <laughs> it's an old man rubby bar yeah <laughs> gorgeous it, but down it, on its heels yeah. yeah and it used to be um in the 1800s it was at the site of a where the railway junction was so there was a so there's a train station and it w and they had burlesque entertainment there at the turn of the century Amazing and so and it was it was really down on its heels it was like a rubby bar and uh somebody decided to restore it and so our first show there, actually, we danced with a construction light. 
awesome. risers. And now it's like this glorious hotel. It's um, it's been fully restored. It's like it's stunning. And we've been performing there for a long time, and they're sponsoring the festival, and they're offering a 25% discount on their artist-designed rooms. Oh, that's um, fabulous. For all the performers and guests of the festival. And they're also offering uh, 10% off all their food. They have uh, you know, some restaurants. That's really nice that you managed to get that in there as yeah, well. Yeah, so they're doing that for us. And we're also, uh, I'm trying to get uh, somebody on to pr uh, prepare a, tr like a little travel document of places like to check out in Toronto. Yeah, well, do you, have you guide. contacted the, the Toronto, like, I mean, we have the Chamber of Commerce here. I, I, mm -hmm. I don't know what it's called in Canada. Well, there's, 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 a, there's tourism boards. Okay. So so we, c we can, like, pick up, um, you know, maps and things like that to put in performer kits. But we'll try to get... Th the idea, I guess, is to get some stuff out for people around how to get in, you know, right. the performer packet. And then um, when people register, we'll, there'll, there'll be, like, a gift bag of lovely goodies. Awesome. And then what we... Um, what will be in there as well is, is, you know, hopefully some things like to just kind of help them, like a little little thing around, you know, different places to eat, where you can go and buy your last-minute rhinestones and feathers, that is um, where you can do, like, your vintage shopping. Those are the details, to me, that make a convention. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been to a lot of different, like, E3, huge, you know, electronic radio conventions mm -hmm. like that. But I recently got into film festival conventions mm -hmm. because of my husband's career in film. And it is wonderful when you go into a community like Mount Shasta and they have put together literally all of the points of interest and they've allowed time through that weekend where you can actually hit some of those things as well. Mm -hmm. And like you say, here's the great places to eat. You should go see Marge at such and such because she has the best coffee in town. Mm -hmm. I mean, that type of attention to detail is one of the, it's wonderful. Yeah. I, I'm really happy to see that you're doing these types of things because so many people don't realize that when they're coming to your area, it, it may be something they've never experienced. I'm, I, that's wonderful. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So now that's I'm even more. Yeah, pissed you want to you want to promote the city too. You know, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's important. You know. And Toronto's a pretty fun city. It's funny, like when you're when you come from someplace, you tend to always see the the things that aren't so good about it. Yeah. But ever all our. Um, we've had international guests come and perform with us over the years, and they've always really enjoyed themselves. And they they've always wanted they to come back. They ask us to come back. You know, they're like, can I come mm -hmm. back for New Year's? Like, can I? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's a good sign. They're awesome. doing something yeah. right. So, and, and they like the city. Yeah. So, so this is the thing. It's sort of like, and, and Toronto actually has a lot to offer. It's, it's a pretty fun town. And uh, we're trying to keep things mostly sort of focused through the, like, so the, the Gladstone Hotel is kind of like the epicenter. Mm -hmm. That's where people can stay. And, we, and we're also looking into some uh, cheaper options for people who might not have the budget to stay at the hotel. And so we're looking into that right now. It's a building, too, with and the other like, performers and right. stuff. Mm -hmm. so, so we've done all, the, all those pieces. But then um, the other, uh, the Saturday night venue is the Mod Club, which is at College in Ossington, which nobody who isn't from Toronto <laughs> knows where that is. But it's only like, you know, like a five-minute taxi ride. That's awesome, yeah. Um, you know, from the Gladstone Hotel. And then, um, and so that will be where the Saturday Night Burlesque Ball is. It's a gorgeous venue with a gorgeous stage and, you know, spotlights and great sound and great sight lines. And then um, the third day, we're actually having a, we're having a Sunday tiki brunch. And this uh, skin tight out of sight has done a tiki teas party for, I would guess, would it be the seven years now? Yeah, seven years. How many people are in your troupe? There's six, six of us six in total. Okay. With a few, like, sort of, like, um, rotating member, guest members. Of, mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Six core. 
Yeah, with uh, Sexy Mark Brown, who's competing tonight for Boy Lusk. Mm. We've been whipping him hard. I saw you guys at, I can't remember now if it was at the Celebrity Theater or if it was actually out at the Goat Farm. Now I can't remember. The Goat Farm. It was at the Goat Farm. Yeah, Yeah, and I was like, okay, this troop is hot. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I mean, hot. The girls are hot and the boy is hot too. And I think he may be straight. Which he well he's he's marginally straight. Marginally straight. <laughs> That's even hotter. <laughs> That's even hotter. I mean, and because it's wonderful, more and more straight guys are getting into burlesque finally. And to me, there's mm-hmm. nothing better than a guy in a corset. I don't care which way you go, you're hot in a corset. I love well, guys. Well, Mar- Mark's very important to us. I told him if he ever quit, I'd have to hunt him down and kill him. I yes, you should because yeah. I've seen him perform now. He's fabulous. Um, twice solo mm-hmm. too and mm-hmm. yeah very very wonderful very wonderful performer as well but it's it's amazing too because I've talked to the Boston Baby Dolls and I know what it's like to run a troupe that way when you've got you know quite a few people in it and it's like yes it's a community but somebody still kind of has to be a dictator sometimes yeah we're yeah. mom and dad yeah. yeah so it's yeah I mean it's your input is important but at the same time somebody has to make a final decision because yeah. democracy yeah. alone doesn't necessarily we tried work real well we, we tried it didn't work at the, <laughs> at the beginning we tried to work as a collective and it just it didn't work out yeah. unfortunately I mean I love them all in the troop but it's just it has to be a slightly fascist regime unfortunately <laughs> well, it's one of those things where yes somebody has to say okay yes we've made this decision this is how it's going to work now um, mm-hmm. because when you just kind you of you all show grow up that it's way. like herding cats yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know, that's the only way you can grow if you like you know if you don't have any of the discipline to make the troop bigger or better structure, structure is something raising that's the bar very whatever. important yeah mm-hmm. how do you how do you decide i mean is it a group collective kind of thing of somebody comes up and goes hey i have a great idea that maybe we should do a moulin rouge type thing and this is what i'm thinking and then it's like everybody kind of goes yeah that sounds great let's figure out how it is or is it more of a more of like a top down of this is the next kind of number we're going to um, be doing production wise i'd say it's a mix like I, we have regular meetings so if people have um show ideas or act ideas that they want to pitch they're always welcome to do that. So you kind of have, because it's an interesting dynamic, you have more of what I see in L.A., which is um, like a theater troupe, where it's basically there are a couple people that hold official positions, but it's still very a nice collective experience for what they're going to do for their next play yeah, or how we, they're going yeah, to do their we fundraisers. We so try I to do that because we want... We want um, the people in the troop. We, w- we want our, our people to feel like they have some creative input and control because otherwise like, you know, we're not at the state where we're making like enough money, no. <laughs> you know, for people to be in this just for that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they have to be doing it partly for themselves. So if we're always like dictating, well, you're doing this, you're doing right. that, then it's not going to be an enjoyable experience no. for us. But they almost like us to do, to dictate. That's a weird well, some thing. Of th- <laughs> some of them do. Yeah. I don't think all of them do. Like I think some troop members, um, feel more comfortable just letting us sort of go, okay, you're going to do this for this number. We're doing this. And, you, and then other troop members, I think it's very important for them to have that sense of creative yeah. control. Well, they do like work on their own things, you know, right. we certainly, they'll work on their own acts <coughs> independently and then they'll sort of like showcase workshop it with us. Awesome. And then we can sort of tell them like, you know, work awesome, as a group awesome. and say what's good, what's bad. Like We're also working more on group numbers recently because we've realized with all the competition to get into festivals that, 
um, in the past we, we generally had solo numbers yeah. and we're realizing it's important that we work in some really strong duets and, uh, and trios and, and troupe numbers yeah. um, just in case we only get one or two slots so we still have representation. That is, that is awesome because one of the things that I notice in LA where I am, so many people are independent. There are not a lot of troops at mm -hmm. all. I mean, it's Velvet Hammer was essentially a troop of independent performers that came together and it was a wonderful experience that happened. But now it's more of, I'm doing a show on Tuesday. Um, can I, are you available? Are you available? And mm -hmm. there aren't a lot of group numbers. We're doing a Quentin Tarantino show for our one year anniversary of Scarlet and I managing the show. And one of the most fun pieces that we're doing is we're doing Reservoir Dogs. So there's seven of us oh, coming out in the suits to do the strip, and each one of us is Mr. Pink, and that's our colors underneath. And it's like so wonderful to be able to get together and do a group number because it's not an experience I ever really had. I did theater when I was younger, but there is something so wonderful about knowing I can rely on you to be part of this for me, and you're going to mm -hmm. do it's it's a, it's wonderful, and there's not enough of it across the country. Yeah. Well, we have so many good resources. We have two choreographers in our troupe. It's like, can I borrow one? Because yeah. <laughs> I need a choreographer, frankly, so we, especially you know, for my poodles. <laughs> they will not behave. <laughs> They're a little out of control. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I have a new piece to my number where I actually one of them pees as I pick them oh up. Oh my god, that's wicked. That'll be really fun. I I just blew myself out of the water when I came up with that idea. I was That's like, good. I didn't think I could make it any weirder. Thank God I've got a peeing dog now. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, you'll have to bring that next year. I, I yeah. will, you know, and maybe, you know, who knows? I may end up coming up sometime just for a vacation and catch a show. Oh, you're more you than know? welcome. We'd love <laughs> yeah. to have you. We'd love to have you. <laughs> because it, it just, like I say, I want to hit every part of the country now. I have a big map where I have every strip club I've hit in everywhere I've ever gone because I love strip clubs. I love chicks. I like their bodies are so there gorgeous some great every strip shape clubs and size. in Toronto. Yeah, there and so I'm ones. like, you know, now I have this goal of I have to get another map with little purple dots of all the burlesque shows <laughs> now that I've seen all across the country. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm really looking forward to coming up and seeing what you do locally as, mm -hmm. as production of a show. It's wonderful to see you perform in, you know, other events, but it's different when you walk into a town and it's like from start to finish an yeah. entire production. So, yeah. Well, we have a lot of really good shows, I think. I mean, the audience seems to enjoy them and our audience keeps on growing, which is really nice to see. And people seem to really be enjoying what we're doing, which is great. Awesome. But I guess I should, um, the Tiki Brunch. Yes, um, please finish. Yes. Um, it's, it's I'll okay. get side tech okay. 20 times. That's okay. It's at the, um, a club called the Cadillac Lounge, which is a great rockabilly club. We were talking about that whole sort of, connections and different mm -hmm. people and so and they've just expanded and they have a beautiful patio so we're doing our big tiki brunch we're having the wet spots from vancouver come down and emcee it and um and we have an, a surf band called the von Drats. and basically what's going to happen is the von Drats will be on because the changing facilities there aren't the best so what we're going to do is we're going to have like a burlesque set and then the band will go on mm -hmm. and then another burlesque set so people can change in shifts <laughs> and I have to, that's another thing i love that frankly we've started to finally have in la as well is um bands and burlesque mm -hmm. it's awesome it's yeah. absolutely awesome to be able to showcase local talent that way as well. It's totally because the, it's the dream to have the band. Yeah. We started out with a band. When we first started, we had a band that was, uh, I don't, was former members of a, a UK um, 
a group called King Kurt, and they we had like the whole horn section and everything. Uh. Two members got deported. The main key members got deported back to the UK. There went the band. We could never get the band because it's really yeah. hard to like you know, it's a lot. It's really hard to get a band to work with you because you got there's, there's egos and there's yeah. like learning material and blah blah blah. But finally, my boyfriend <laughs> is doing it, and they. It's it's working out amazingly. Like we did it with our voluptuous panic, like Berlin yeah. Cabaret. It's like I can't go back to recorded music. So yeah, so, yeah. They're, so they're going to be the house band for the Friday night opening gala, Alistair Crystal and the Swinging Chandeliers. So people have um, they have uh, an option. So so people who have said that they want live live accompaniment, as long as the band can learn the music mm -hmm. and can figure it out, and we they can work out those details um, people have that option and on Saturday night uh, we have a band uh, another great band called Blue Mercury Coop who's going to be the house band for Saturday night so, awesome. so people will have that option I guess the other thing too I should mention is that we have um, we managed to book some amazing headliners that's what yes. I was going to ask is let us know mm -hmm. who's performing and what's well, going on I'm very thrilled to announce that we have uh, Michelle Lemour <gasps> Miss awesome. Exotic Girl 2005. She, I mean, she, she has been to Toronto on a number of occasions. We have a relationship with her. But we asked her to please come and headline our festival. And um, we also um, have uh, Miss Dirty Martini oh, coming in up from New York. Um, so she's actually, uh, Michelle's going to uh, headline the Friday Night Gala, and then she'll do a performance as well on Saturday. And then uh, Dirty is going to do a uh, performance on Saturday in the headliner slot, but is also going to be the headliner for the Sunday Tiki Brunch. Ugh. And then we have uh, Tigger, Mr. Exotic World mm. 2006. Um, Speaking of sexy men in corsets. <laughs> uh, and he'll be uh, hosting as well as performing a number for our Saturday Night Burlesque Ball. We also have Gravity Place favorites coming up. Um, I mentioned the wet spots. Um, some amazing performers applied, such as Flame Cinders, who's awesome. performed here this weekend. Um, Penny Star Jr. Penny Star Jr. is in one of our uh, Saturday night slots. Um, so sad. I'm just trying to think, like, who else? It's going to be great. But a whole bunch of Michelle Lumore starlets are coming up, including Hot Toddy, who's competing for the Boylesque title. I um, just met him, uh, I think it was on Thursday night, and I'm just like, oh, this is going to be a tough one this yeah. year. These are three really hot guys. <laughs> just had to see what happens. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, when you're, when you're in a competition in general, you never know what's going to take it, whether it's something that's very traditional, whether yeah. it's something that's totally contemporary. And until you have that whole mix, it's really hard to say. And it can be as simple as, shit, I really should have done the other number. Yeah. You know, I really should have submitted the one that's a little more high energy. Or I really should have done the classic. Mm -hmm. You just never know because you only have that one number yeah. to win it over. And that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're the best one out there because it's, what, mm -hmm. it's that one number. Yeah. So it's very hard for competitions like that. what's grabbing like the that. judges yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we're thrilled because it means that we have a like a, a two-third or 67% chance of having Mr. Exotic World 2008 in our festival. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have Sexy Merc Brand performing and, you know, and Hot Toddy. So that's that's exciting for us. Um, Toronto also, probably people don't know this, we actually have a fair amount of Boylasque 
So we have quite a few uh, male performers who are performing. And we also have, we got a lot of, um, we made sure we had a lot of variety. So Good. we have some sing strips. We have some choreographed sort of dance routines that people are doing sort of like in the style of like the music hall Corrine, you know. Oh, and so we have cool. um, a lot of interesting yeah, stuff that's going to be happening. Mix of classic and revisionist, which I think is important to have like, you know, absolutely. the stuff that's on the edge. Abs absolutely. Stuff that's like, you know, challenging, like, you know, the perception of what burlesque is. I think that's really important. I try to do that with our show as well. We bring mm -hmm. in jugglers, magicians, um, singers, anything we can do that really makes it more of a theatrical mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. Because to me, that's one of the differences between yeah. stripping and burlesque, yeah. definitely, and is having the stuff theatrical that, experience. You know, like having your, your beautiful classic glove peels and fan dances, but also having stuff that's using like um, unpredictable like contemporary music or, you know, there is maybe like surrealist, uh, yes. you know, or yeah, well, I think things stand out more. Like, yeah. If you when, like if you have like, you know, fan dance, pound fan dance and glove peel gown, like gown numbers, they start to all sort of run into each other unless they're mm -hmm. juxtaposed with with something and same with the uh, performance arts sort of more sort of contemporary stuff. Like if it's just one after another, one after another. You know, it loses something. Yeah. So we like to have a real mix, and we've always like we like to do that in our shows and the festivals, building on that. Yeah, you want to mix your like your your Harlem Nocturne with your yep. Judas Priest. You know, like <laughs> have it after it. You know, mix them up. Have Absolutely. Well, we come from a punk rock background, and like no, so <laughs> no. Yeah, we big surprise. So we like that. to think of ourselves as theatrical provocateurs. You know, really push the envelope. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and that's those are the types of things that we'll make in an event that will make a mark on Toronto. Whether I so. you know, I guess the last <laughs> whether they want you to or not. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Sometimes it's like we're really thrilled we have this type of things, and other times it's like we're really happy that you're underground success. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there are some cities, you know what I yeah. mean, that are kind of like, eh, well, you know. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what the media response is to the festival. Yeah. Um, one thing, though, I should mention um, as well is that um, because we had so many amazing uh, performers coming, and a lot of these performers were uh, gifted and doing workshops, we decided to do a very sort of select number of workshops we're calling Burlesque University. Awesome. So Gravity Place Favorites is going to teach beginner pole uh, and also cool. uh, advanced pole and private classes for because Toronto is a huge sort of pole dancing mm -hmm. community, like fitness pole dancing thing. So they're going to um, work with the more experienced pole dancers, but they're also going to do a, a beginning class. Uh, Michelle Lemore is going to teach her uh, some of her stuff. We actually have a, a martini and tassel twirling hour with tur with dirty martini. Awesome. <laughs> Booked at a boutique, uh, a place called Rock Boutique. That's so that'll be really wonderful. fun. Um, we're talking with Tigger about whether or not he wants to do something. Um, but now yeah, and these uh, just just to let people who don't know this, these are people who teach on a regular basis yes. through yeah. Joe Boob School, um, the New York Burlesque Academy, I think it's called. Yes, um, and the the. I guess kind of like a uh, satellite office they have in Seattle with Twirly Girl, yeah. <laughs> Miss Indigo Blue. So and it's Michelle Lamour, like Chris, is her finishing school yeah. in Chicago. And Augusta's teaching. And Augusta, well. Pen Penny, Penny Star, Star Jr. Jr. is coming, yep. and she's going to teach two classes. One is on uh, beginning choreo, burlesque, uh, burlesque dance in 10 moves or less. And then she's also going to be teaching a costuming class. And Flame Cinders is going to be teaching a costuming class as well. Uh, two very talented people to be teaching costuming classes. Flame mm -hmm. Cinders just taught me something. And I'm not going to give the secret away to everybody because it's one of those things where I looked at it and went, that's the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. But she has a way of doing 
um, her rhinestone her, patterns. Yeah, her rhinestone That's what patterns. She's doing. And it's one of those things where I know that everyone should know about it, but I really hope she can make some money off of it first, which is yes. why I'm not going to just give it away. We have a stitch mm -hmm. and bitch in LA once a month where we all get together as burlesque dancers and perform together, mm -hmm. um, or not perform together, but work together on costuming and that. And she sat down and did that and everybody went, wow, why didn't I think of that? And mm -hmm. it is the most perfect precision way of mm -hmm. putting a pattern together I've ever seen in my life. And I was just like, you are my new hero right I now. I need to know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, we, we need so to take her class. When, <laughs> when she, I'm sure she'll tell you about it ahead of time. But if you get a chance to work with Flame Cinders, mm -hmm. uh, give her, send her a PayPal of $5 and say, tell me your secret. Seriously. Because well, it will be change the way you do costuming. If you don't I make it to the yeah. event, I'm saying. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah sorry. Um, what I wanted to mention, too, uh, is that we, what we did... We're giving all the people who are coming to do the workshop like either like a minimum guarantee for the workshop or a percentage. That's great. So because we wanted to make it worthwhile for people to come for travel costs for tra yeah, you know, to help costly. people pay for their travel in their hotel. So we wanted to try to really be there for our performers because mm. we know they're coming a long way. Absolutely. And we were trying to treat people the way we'd like to be treated. I'm not sure. Like hopefully it'll all work out and there won't be any you know pieces that we miss. But that was really important to us just to you know, really be there for our performers. It's it's the part of being a paid professional. I was talking with someone about this last night that was new into the community, and it's like, whether you make $5 or $50,000, you are a paid professional. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that means you have certain responsibilities, and the people who are booking you have certain responsibilities. Yes. Most importantly, respect. Yeah. And to me, if it's like, we can't guarantee you a lot, but we're going to guarantee you $5 to show up, Mm -hmm. To me, that is one of the most respectful things that you can possibly say to somebody. And I think it's wonderful that you're going out of your way to treat the performers as well as you're going to. And I know that because I've met you and I've dealt with you. And I know that not only are you talented as far as burlesque goes, but you're another thing that I think that really takes to be a success in, in the world. And that is smart business women. Oh, thank you. It, thank it you. definitely shows that it's like attention to the detail is important and making sure that you treat everything as though your life kind of depends on it because nothing mm -hmm. will make a show bomb worse than send me your music or just show up whenever. Yeah. When we're, someone we're says that to me, oriented to like <laughs> To ever yeah. do it that way. I'm like, I can't we do get your people, show. I'm we get sorry. people to send in their music in yeah. advance. Um, you know, we do, we can have like backup plans. Ab you know, oh, absolutely. There's always a contingency mm -hmm. plan. Yeah. But the more you can do ahead of time for events and the better you can plan for things like that, whether yes. it's a, 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 a show that's being done in a dive bar, mm -hmm. the more professional you treat it, the better it's going to come off, the more people are going to come back. And I really respect the fact that you look at this from a very business perspective as well. And you have my respect and you oh, have my you. admiration yes. as both women in business and, and talented performers. So Thank you. Well, I know that there's a million other things. Is there anything we're missing other than the fact that it is the Toronto? It's the Toronto Burlesque Festival. And the website is? www.torontoburlesquefestival.com. It okay. yeah. so it's it's nice torontoburlesquefestival.com. Yeah. We'll put links up to it as well. And if you're in the area up there, if you're close to the area up there, it's going to be worth the drive to head over and attend the event. I mean, just listening to who the headliners are, 
it's worth the cost of admission, and then it's like you're going to get all the other people too that we haven't talked about. So. Oh, and there's amazing um, people haven't seen the the Toronto performers, and there's some really great ones out there. So mm. we're really happy to be showing the international people are coming in like what we have, and then we're also just thrilled to show our local people what's out there because they haven't really seen a lot of that. Is, is there any chance that you're going to have film footage of this that maybe yeah, not for, sure. for sale but at least have highlights on the website to yeah. talk about what's going we're, on? We're talking with a videographer right now. He actually uh, recorded our, uh, our fundraiser so we're hoping to actually have some video clips up awesome. soon. And then um, so we're hoping to have a, like a videographer or possibly even two, like record the event. And we oh, also will have so a whole cool. bunch of uh, photographs. We have some official photographers booked. Fantastic. Ed Barnes might come up, so I'm really excited about uh, that. Yeah, for sure. I was just, I, I love Ed. I just, the moment, the, the time that he took a photo of me and sent it to me, I was like, I've made it. Yeah, no, he's You know, really, when he's you look fabulous. at his work and, and the respect and admiration I have for him is amazing. And mm -hmm. yeah, I just, I told, he's out on the photo safari and there's about eight girls from LA that have never been to any burlesque convention, much less the Mecca, mm -hmm. you know, the exotic world and, and the burlesque hall. And I said to them, if you get any chance, walk up, introduce yourself. Because when he does a photo of you, it's a photo that you... It's a keeper. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He really captures their personality. He, he is incredible with his sense of detail and his photography. So I hope he makes it. He is just, he was in LA um, and actually drove like an extra hour to come to our Monday night teas. And I'm like, you're coming to my show, really? I was I like He's trying lovely. not to be like, oh my God, I'm crying. I can't <laughs> believe you're gonna attend my stupid little show. Cause <laughs> I always feel that way. I, I can't help it. I'm always like, there's so many talented people. I'm still in shock that I To try not to gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it, it, it's true. I think the first New York burlesque festival spent the entire time gushing at people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just finally got to met, uh, meet Dr. Lukey, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I, I, I've mm -hmm. seen you all over line, and I know you, and you're just, like, fantastic. And she's like, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm sorry. It's just mm -hmm. when you finally get to meet yeah. those people that maybe don't even know that they've influenced you, yes. but you've, you've seen what they do in their career, and it's like, ooh, I just want to learn a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it's it's awesome. It's just yeah, yeah. So so we're hoping that the Toronto experience will be like that for people, like not just uh, you know the performers, but also I guess for the audience members and for people who are coming down. And we're hoping that the the burlesque performers who you know haven't applied to be in the festival or maybe decided not to do it this year, we're hoping that we'll have a lot of people at least coming out and you know participating in the events, attending the burlesque university and uh, just kind of checking it out. Well, I've won some money this weekend, and frankly, if I win a little bit more, I may just hop on a plane and come up anyway. I just want you to know that. You. I'm like, you know, I actually have not done too bad. <laughs> the, casino, <laughs> the casino bought me some Amber Ray pasties. I just want you to know that. That's amazing. <laughs> I was They're like, so beautiful. thank you, Rio. I now have pasties for my new corset from Bad Attitude. So yeah. I was like, awesome. But yeah, I... I'm really disappointed that I don't think I'm going to be able to come right now. And it's I okay. just. It, it's looking at there will be a next year. And we're already in, in negotiation with. Um, with we were in negotiation with the people who brought the Spiegel tent. Mm -hmm. um, they wanted to co-produce the festival. And it didn't work out this year. So we're hoping it'll work out for 2009. Awesome. And if that works out, it'll be 
really something else. I'm I'm sure. So it, we'll just yeah. see. We'll just see. And if not, I mean, it's like we have our connections. And a we'll lot see of how times, the, the first one is a proof of concept for people. Mm -hmm. They're very shy and apprehensive of being involved, and they'll make a little small commitment. And then when it's great, they're like. Okay, yeah, next can, year yeah. this is what we're going to do with you two. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really we nice. We had a, a really am like a, quite an amazing amount of applications for um, for the first I'm time. Sure. Yeah, for the first festival, it was quite incredible. Like we, we had to turn away a lot of qualified people. And um, I don't know that we were necessarily expecting that. Like we were thinking that maybe it would be a struggle, especially because everyone waits to the last minute. So we were like, mm -hmm. you know, it was like a week before, and we're like, oh my, we've only got like so many, and everything sort of came in. Whirlwind, yeah. And then it was That's just like. That's because a lot of burlesque dancers, unfortunately, have real jobs, and so yeah. well, it is always way. put on the back burner, uh, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I mean, they try to be as proactive as they can, but a lot of times, yeah, it's like, I have three weeks, okay, now I have a week, okay. I really need to finish my application and get my photos and my yeah. JPEGs and all of that. And we kind understand of that because we've been on the other side of it. Like yeah. We both have full-time jobs and we both, you know, produce all these shows and do all this stuff. So we've found ourselves in the same way where it's like, okay, the deadlines come up. We really want to get it in early, yep. so people aren't inundated at the end. But then, you know, you keep on working at it, then you walk away from it before you know it's like, oh my God, it's due in three days. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's still, you know, it's still you're working on a grassroots, you know, level, and yeah. you're you're in charge of like, you know accumulating all your photographs and your press and everything and finding if you don't have the, the skills to do it you have to find someone else so it's all time consuming it, it mm -hmm. is very true that it pays off to know someone that that has done PR in the past and it pays off to have a friend who is an attorney and it pays off so really network every way you can through your daytime job yes. as well as through your burlesque mm -hmm. job and you know, I, I'm I am the type that is you know as simple as, hey, um, it's Monday night. Thanks everybody for coming out to the Monday night teas. And is there a lawyer in the house? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's great. Like, I I work in a um, my day job. I work in a hair salon that specializes in um, doing um, drag queen wigs. Awesome. Um, so we do like we recreate oh. wigs. So I reap amazing benefits from these queens. Like you, like th just last week. One of the, our clients, a drag queen, came in and had like four um, ostrich, white ostrich feather fans. They're like, we just use these for a show. Um, do you want them? I'm like, wow. What? That's <laughs> She's wonderful. very lucky. I'm like, that's, yeah. that's try not to be too excited. Yeah, sure. Just put them over there. Yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> <all> right. Whatever. <laughs> then they leave. You're like, my God. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's it's awesome. I have I have three pairs of fans that I bought from Ostrich.com, and I loan them out to my friends all the time. You're brave. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, s I say to them, if you break a stave, it's $5 because I bought three extra repair kits. Mm -hmm. But they had the sale one year, and they were like $99 each. And I mm. went, I happen to have the cash right now. I want pink, white, and black. And I have. I've loaned them out to just about everybody I know. They'll break a feather. They'll come back and go, how much do I owe you for the feather? I'm like, it'll be $14 because that's, you know, that's mm -hmm. the 60-inch one or whatever. And I'm like, I would much rather be able to share the things that a lot of the performers can afford then you know so yeah i am i am one of those goofy ass people <laughs> that do that kind of stuff but i also know that when i need something in the community i can call up so and so and go please help me and they will yeah that's great it's just yeah it's a it's a wonderful thing it's nice to treat people the way you'd like to be treated because it, yeah. it often comes back. Now, outside of the TorontoBurlesqueFestival.com, do you guys have a website for yourself? Yeah. yeah. Is that skintightoutofsight.com? Yeah. Okay. 
awesome. Yeah, it's currently in transition, so please excuse its appearance. I know. Well, I got to <laughs> tell we you. We don't have time to you're sit You're running down. a convention right now. You're preparing for that. I understand if your website's a little, you know. A little wonky. Yeah. It's, it's totally wonky. wonky. Yeah. It's really wonky yeah. right now. So. Well, I look forward to hearing all about it, seeing pictures, and um, I'm going to get all your stuff up once the lineup is announced on Burlesque 411 as well. So Thank you. We'll get Thanks as much PR out there for you as we possibly can because, so much, you know, there, there are – because it is such a large community and it's spread out, it's wonderful that there are now conventions coming up in so many areas because if you can't make it all the way to New York, maybe you can make it to Seattle, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, you know, thank you for what you do for the community as well. Uh, it's just, it's awesome. So enjoy the rest of the show. Thank I'm looking forward too. to the competition tonight. Good luck to Sexy Mark Brown. And yes. I don't know who named him that, but God, it's the perfect <laughs> name for him. <laughs> just kind of happened. It's stuck. It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. All right. And again, I want to thank Tichelle over at Bad Attitude. Um, If you're in Las Vegas, she's on Sahara. She has an incredibly wonderful shop. And um, I just love the fact that she now has corsets for women with natural breasts. It's it's amazing because most of us, it's like, oh, not only do I push up, but I push out. <laughs> and now, you know, she's she's come up with three different, or she's got six new corset designs, but she has three that actually have support through the side as well. So I get to look as sexy as all the other girls now, and I don't feel like my boobs are flowing over. So <laughs> thank you, Tichelle, for everything you do for the Perlesque community as well. And keep listening to iTunes and uh, keep your iPod up because... We're going to have a ton more coming for you. So thanks for listening.